And everybody, Spooktober continues. It's We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. Yeah, that's right. It's always Michelle, you guys. Always. You know what we're doing by now? We're going through talking about movies uh, that are originals and exclusives on Shudder. We've been doing it for a while. All those new releases once a week. But what are we doing in October, Michelle, for those people who might just by happenstance be tuning in for the first time? We're doing something really fun in Spooktober where we are going back. (laughs) We're watching the movies that we saw before we started the podcast. And we are doing a new movie episode every day. Every day. Super scary. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. Don't worry, we didn't spend like two weeks cramming all of these in. It's as, as we record this, it is Saturday, April sixteenth. I like. It's very we keep, ambitious. We keep reminding them of that. We're like, they must not fall into our illusion, and <laughs> you think must never that we are hardworking. I know. <laughs> We're clearly more obsessed with the fact that we're recording these six months in advance than anybody else is going to care. One of these days, I'll stop mentioning it. I don't know why it's so stuck in my brain. I especially think that people are going to listen to these every day and just be impressed by how many we got through. And they'll be like, I mean, really, with enough notice, they could have done one every day in October. They're very ambitious. (laughs) Absolutely. Which is, uh, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, Today is day five. This should be October 5th. As your list, is that correct, Michelle, or is this October sixth? Oh, uh, it is currently be... October fifth in October the future. October fifth. Yes, mm-hmm. when you're listening to this. Okay, what movie are we talking about today? We are talking about The Room, the Tommy Wiseau classic. No, we're going to talk about <laughs> how his wife Lisa cheated on him with his best friend Mark. He couldn't take it. She was tearing him apart. Right. I, uh... No, not uh, it is called The Room. Uh-huh. It's not it's not that The Room. Oh Please no, I watched you... the wrong movie. <laughs> oh no. Well, that's too bad because I have never seen uh the legendary Tommy Wiseau The Room and mm-hmm. I refuse to ever see it just because it irritates so many of my friends that I've never seen it. And it's I am very last, very upset about it. <laughs> one of my last vestiges of being that button pushing jerk i i refuse to watch uh tommy wiseau's the room and i also refuse to ever read a harry potter book and now that's not such a big deal anymore but at one point in my life it was a huge deal for a lot of but people and, and then did... joanne became a turf bitch and i w- would only ever use that word in this uh, in this particular context we did I have no respect um... for her and she doesn't deserve it <laughs> We did convince you eventually to give in to Hamilton, though. So I feel like Tommy yeah. Wiseau's The Room, 10 years from now, you will I did, break uh, down. I did put up quite a fuss about Hamilton, but also I, I hasten to say that a big part of the fuss I put up about Hamilton is that I was given a very, I feel, inaccurate representation of what it actually was. Essentially, I was under the impression that it was just like, oh, black people pretend to be the founding fathers. And it's (laughs) so much more than that. So much more than that. It's a fabulous meal. Why are we talking about I was Hamilton gonna say, on We Watch I, I really like because that this has fabulous. become the new look, episode. <laughs> look, man, you can like horror movies and musical theater at the same time. And Absolutely. Hamilton is fantastic. Wicked oh for life. 
Anyway, oh, I love that one too. It's really. Didn't cool. we just talk about rent in yesterday's episode? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, we talked again about how I got very negative impressions yep. about what rent was really uh, all about, and then it's not that at all. And I used it as a really poor example. Go back and listen. I'm not going to repeat the details. <laughs> we are now a water. horror movie musical podcast. We're also now almost five minutes into this episode, and we haven't even started talking about the movie. Let's you know what? That's it. perfect. Yeah, it is. I love it. So today's film, again, as we said, is The Room from the official Shutter website in search of a more authentic life. Kate and Matt leave the city for an old house in the middle of nowhere, Maryland. There, they discover a hidden room that has the extraordinary power to grant any wish. Their new life becomes a true fairy tale, but beneath the bliss, something darker lurks. Some wishes can have dire consequences. A Shudder original. Michelle, you know how we do this. Hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts. I do know how we do this. Okay, spoiler-free thoughts. I really like the concept of this movie. Um, more than I like the execution, but I do really like the concept and I thought it was very interesting. Um, the characters themselves did not make the smartest choices and that is part of why I didn't love it. Um, I would say it was, it was a good movie in that it, it made me think afterwards and I really like horror movies that make me kind of think this was kind of more thriller than horror. Um, it classifies itself as a drama fantasy horror on IMDb and I feel that's fair. It's not really in the horror category. Um, so as like kind of a weird psychological thriller, I would give it a 3.5 skulls. Michelle going with three and a half skulls. I should let you know that on the Shutter website, at least as we record this, the aggregate rating is a full four skulls. Uh, I also uh, thought there were things in the concept of this film that were really interesting. There were ideas that I was curious about and was uh, waiting to see how they would play out. Uh, wasn't uh, quite so satisfied uh, with how they did play out uh, to this extent. Uh, Michelle, uh, I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I, I, this is my least favorite movie we have watched so far wow. to date on this podcast. I can't give this movie even one full skull. This is a half skull movie at best. Uh, my, look here, uh, let me just, my first problem with this movie, um, I don't know who wrote it but the script feels like it was written by a six-year-old and the actors are not good. I did not enjoy a single thing about anybody's performance in this movie. It was flat and I, I just, I didn't believe any of it. And that starts with the script. It's not just bad performances. It's bad performances on top of terrible writing. Some of the dialogue in this movie made me just nauseated and we'll go into those details in a bit. I did not like this movie even a little bit, and frankly, I feel like you may owe me an apology for making me watch it. <laughs> wow. I, okay. I really, really disliked this film I, a lot. I'm really excited to get into spoiler territory because I need the breakdown of this. Okay, okay. All, All right, well, then that's, that's where we're going. So yep. I went with half a skull. Michelle went with three and a half skulls. That hits us with an average of two skulls. Mm-hmm which is half of what the aggregate is. And again, I always like to point out, yeah, I'm kind of a harsh critic sometimes, but in a lot of cases, 
my harsh criticism doesn't match the general consensus. So, I mean, who am I? I'm just some dummy that didn't like it. Uh, Which is fine. I am also a dummy who does not like things. And as we have found, you and I have opposite feelings on most things. Oh, we often do. And that's half the fun. We knew there was some difference. Um, I did not realize until I started looking at, like, how opposite we are. Oh, yeah. I liked this movie even less than I liked No Roy the Curse. That's what I was surprised by. Wow. This movie did, like, not only did it do nothing for me, there are things about it that actively turned me off. Anyway, that's enough chatter about that. For those of you who now want to go watch the movie before we dig in and hit you with all the spoilers and everything and kind of dissect this one, this is where you're going to want to do that. Cut right here. Hong Kong, get in the car. We're entering the spoiler zone. Right beep, on. Beep, All right. Get out of the road, dear. This... Oh, God, we hit it. We're in the ditch. Okay, anyway, as we, yes. As we enter the spoiler zone, uh, this is something I want to do uh, because the idea hit me uh, as I was keeping my notes for this movie, which ended up being uh, very short and not a lot of them. Uh, but I'm going to just read to you verbatim Ooh. A list of notes that I have on my phone that I took awesome. as I watched this movie. It almost becomes like, poetry. I don't know, like avant-garde poetry. Love it. Uh, here snaps, we go. Snaps for the poetry. Right. It goes, <laughs> goes something like this. Oh, I fucking love that house. Damn. Oh, neat. Her shirt matches the wallpaper. <laughs> Wait, somebody hid the room but not the key? Oh, okay. Whiskey bottles got my attention. Nope, never mind. Man, these actors are terrible. If she wishes for a kid, I'll fucking shit. Oh, go fuck yourself. All caps on that one. Man, somebody really thought this shit was clever. Dear God, this is profoundly stupid. I hated this movie. Uh, I liked the idea of the house. I thought, like, what is this house? What is this weird machine in the house that powers this room that makes wishes come true, but then they can't leave the building? Uh, Like, that element of it, the very initial concepts of it, I really, really enjoyed. And then everything they did with it after they set up that basic framework was utter trash. I hated... I thought it was so deliberately overblown about the whole the whole angle with oh we had two kids that died and i was like like, immediately i was like oh god she's gonna wish for a kid and there's gonna be a kid and it's gonna be a weird thing about the kid and then it just turns into indiana jones uh and the last crusade the movie it's the last bit of that movie just blown up into a full story everything's immortal here but they if you leave the house it turns to dust it's like the guy you can't leave the cave with the the chalice or you lose the anyway i just there was no, I, the dialogue the dialogue in this movie is revolting i have another example to read from my notes as long as i'm on this diatribe this is literally transcribed word for word from the dialogue of the film as these two cretins are about to enter this room for the first time one of them the 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 woman says this is scary and then the other guy says Yes, it is, but we should enjoy it. And then the first one says, I have a bad feeling. And then they just go into the room. It's so poorly written. 
uh, as uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think there's like six different people who all worked on writing this movie, and it took six people to make this super mush and nonsense. Unbelievable. Just so poorly, just, I, I didn't enjoy any of the story ideas. I thought it was trying to be like, like shocking in ways that just didn't interest me in any way at all it's like oh not only is he a kid but now he's now he's growing up real fast but he's only growing up in his body and he's still like a kid in his mind and now he's fucking his mom and now maybe she's having his kid and what are the it just it, it was so dumb and I, I there was so much more that you could have done with that basic concept of the and they never tell you anything at all about the house whatsoever you get nothing about what is actually going on here. It's just a creepy weird house with a room that grants wishes. Also, side note, somebody took the time to wallpaper up that room and try and hide it, and then they just left the key laying around somewhere else in the house. They didn't hide the key anywhere. This is terribly written, terribly acted. I hated it. Okay, I think I got it all out. Ooh, deep breath. <laughs> breathe just once you got very I, rad i was worried about you <laughs> i appreciate i appreciate your patience while i got all of that out of my system yep. please i just take I me to task on whatever you would like now i okay i did not expect you to hate this movie that much oh. i can say that wow oh i really didn't like it that's surprising okay i i don't feel super passionately about this movie so it's hard to um combat well, I that. sure did i know part <laughs> of it is you paid way more attention to it probably because you hated it than i did whereas i was like i'm kind of bored at this part and so i didn't pay as much attention oh, and i just waited. i was very bored yep. for the whole movie but you paid a lot of attention and oh, i, sure I just kind of like blinked out where i was like okay let me know when something cool happens <laughs> so I guess I was more forgiving of the parts where I'm like, well, that's not great. Um, okay. One thing we can both agree on is that they took such a good concept and then they did not live up to the expectations oh, of that yeah. concept. Um, Absolutely. And that is definitely in my criticisms, which is why it's like, this is kind of an interesting movie. It made me think about the ending. It made me think about the possibilities. It made me think about all these things by introducing this idea and the rules around it. But the actual movie that they executed doesn't really make sense. I didn't hate it, but I definitely was like, okay, you live in a house where all your dreams can come true. And your immediate thought is, let's have a kid. Okay, I get that. Some people, that is something that is very important to them. Okay, cool. But then you're like, oh, God, I'm not satisfied. I need this kid to be able to leave the house. Why? <laughs> Why does that child ever need to leave the house? You live in a house that has a room that can literally become anything, including a forest. If you have a room where anything can come true, you're going to have a ton of friends who can come to your house and they can hang out with you. You can leave the house. Just which not with your note, things. Not, which, which literally happens at one point in the movie. The mm -hmm. kid makes an outside that he can go to and it's totally fine. 
yeah, the outside becomes the inside, which is the outside. And it's great. You can do that. Why do they suddenly be? I think this is just like a classic example of human nature where you get something you want and then you have to ruin it. And I understand that where you're like, my life is so good now. I am bathing in diamonds and champagne and eating fish eggs all the time and wearing these beautiful gowns. How can I make my life bad again? And so then they're like, oh, now you have to have a baby. So then they have the baby and they're like, okay, that's great. We have everything we want, but now the baby has to go outside. And it's like, why does the baby have to go outside? Why is that an important thing to you? And I was very frustrated by character decisions where I'm like, why? Why is this a thing? But yet I was still very enthralled with like, the fact that the baby is now an evil baby, but now he's an evil baby boy, but now he's an evil man and he is uh, doing bad things to his mom while he locks his father, who is not really a father. I mean, technically, they're not the parents. They didn't really go through an, a, a formal adoption. They're kind of adopted parents. They're more foster <laughs> parents, if anything. They're not. So I guess like the sexual assault isn't that bad. He sexually assaulted his foster mother. That's kind of oh, better, right? No, no. no. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what did you just say? No. no. I mean, incest is its own line, uh, which is abhorrent. I feel like sexual assault of all types is abhorrent. I'm saying this wasn't the worst because they are foster parents. Oh, so what you're saying yeah. is it was awful, but it could have been much worse. Exactly, because uh, there is this implication. That's a of this movie somehow? I mean, there's this implication that she might be pregnant because oh, of it's, him. It's which... not an implication. They, she's holding a positive pregnancy test at the end of the movie. Is that another but one of those details you missed? It cannot be his kid. She had already left the grounds before he died. And he has to die in order for her to take anything of the room outside. So it's not his kid. It can't be. That would, although I guess this movie could break its own logic. It definitely could. What I, logic? <laughs> I thought, see, this is what I mean. I thought about it so much yeah. because the other option is that she realizes she's still inside of the room. Uh, there is a house inside the house because that is a thing that can happen. That's why the lights flicker. But either way, it's not possible that she left the house and was pregnant because she left the house and the grounds before he had died. And he would have had to die first because he is a wish. So a product of the wish would also accelerate and die. So unless she was just pregnant with a grown-ass man there on the yard, which would be very uncomfortable um, in suppose, a lot of different ways. I suppose it could also just be, because uh, they do establish earlier in the film uh, that she had been pregnant for real twice and uh, miscarried both times. Uh, and so maybe that's what they were trying to say is she went through these two bad miscarriages and then she went through this other experience that's like a metaphor for a weird, disastrous childbirth uh, and rearing. And now she's just like, maybe she's naturally pregnant again and she's just terrified about that concept. I don't know. Like I said, I'm pretty sure there's like six or seven people listed in the writing credits for this movie. And anytime you get that many th people tinkering around with something, this is inevitably what happens. You made and me like the ending a lot more. Thank you. That is a good concept. I think you figured out the room. The big <laughs> metaphorical discussion at the end, is she in a room within a room? Is she pregnant with her son's kid? Although, like I said, not actually a son. It is just like a a baby right. born of like terrible, terrible circumstances, but at least there is not that incest component. And I feel like they were really trying to drive home like that possibility. And it's like, no, but that's not the case. They probably don't share DNA. It's better 
at least there are less health complications. Like, hey, that's good. They didn't go like full evil. They went like yeah. 99% evil. It just, it, it really <laughs> boggled my mind that they went, like, they put a lot of work and effort into establishing the aesthetic and the at least the concept of this house. Like, when they go down into the basement where the generator is, like, it's really well-designed and, and the set is well-decorated. It's got all these creepy wires and cobwebs. And then they show you how these wires and things are literally... Mm -hmm. going through the entire house like you tear up the floorboards and it's just nothing but this nest of wiring in the floors and in the walls like they establish that this house it's not just this room this house is something mm -hmm. and then they do nothing with that part of it at all literally nothing and uh i had a real sneaking suspicion like 10 seconds into this film that there was a really good chance I was going to hate it, and this is what tipped me off. The very first credit that appears on screen at the beginning of the film is an original idea by Christian Volkman. And then it also tells you written by Christian Volkman. And then it also tells you directed by Christian Volkman. And then there's also a film by... Like, this guy credits himself, like, five times before this movie starts. And anytime I see that, I'm like, ooh, this is, hmm, ah, that's, uh, that's suspiciously pretentious. And I was right. I got so many vibes off of this movie that were very similar to the vibes I got off of, uh, um, uh, Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Which, which is I also film. love. That I hate. Love that movie. I, I hate Love Mother it with a so furious passion. It's so great. Oh, that's a whole nother story. I have very similar feelings about this movie. Also, I just personally, and I'm like, this is something that obviously my dislike of this movie goes even further beyond that. I personally have issues uh, just in my taste field. Uh, in movies that deal with uh, the death of children uh, and and miscarried pregnancies, that sort of thing, um, especially like like infant children, like newborns and that sort of thing, uh, there are elements of that that really uh, like a movie like The Witch. Definitely, like that's to me like the most intense, horrifying part of that film. But the rest of it is good enough that I was able to stick with it. But that, to me, is a very tricky area. And this one, I thought, handled those ideas. in like The, the script is so ham-fisted and shoddily written that uh, it just wasn't good enough to justify the concepts that way that they were trying to present. Okay, another deep breath. I just I want to make sure. <laughs> Do I need to call a paramedic? I just like, no. you're exhaling a lot. You're not inhaling very much. Um, I'm good. See, the mystery also, of Also, this... my sinuses are very stuffy today, so that <laughs> might be a part of it. I'm doing a lot of mouth breathing right now. Uh, the mystery of this movie upset you, and instead it intrigued me. So I think that's That'll a happen. big part of it, too. Yeah. And I think, for me, I was like, ooh, this house is covered in wires, and we never found out find out why. Oh, <gasps> exciting. And to you, you're like, no, tell me! Yeah. I hate... I don't even need to know everything. I just... They did nothing with it. Like, the house itself 
is it's classic Alfred Hitchcock MacGuffin uh, in the sense that it actually... The impression I got is that this movie was originally, like... I mean, I'm not saying, like, I think the wish element was there, but I feel like a lot... Like, it was a much simpler movie that wasn't necessarily about a weird magic machine house with a special room that grants wishes... And that's what sort of something that started getting added in with all the tinkering and development and the multiple different writers and all this different stuff. I don't know. There's just it the way it was it was all so very shoddily put together and again, like I said, I, I didn't believe any of these actors for a minute. I I did not enjoy their performances. I thought a lot of it was flat or the exact opposite, kind of overblown and, and too much just didn't work for me on any level well they can't explain the house because it is called the room not the house so they were limited they had to stick to just the room they couldn't throw in the other stuff (laughs) i would like to point out that uh uh we're reviewing the room for our spooktober uh in april the day after we also just reviewed uh, a new release called the cellar you may remember (laughs) that one from back in april uh, I and certainly it was very, do. <laughs> it was yeah, it was very interesting to me that I watched two movies, uh, sort of on the same in the same couple of days, uh, about rooms in a house that do weird things and potential alternate realities and all that stuff. And I didn't like either one of them. But this one, well, I, man, I would watch the cellar ten more times before I ever even considered watching this movie again. I will hold you to that. I am just going to like... I mean, I'm not going to watch The Cellar ever again either. I'm just saying I would watch that one 10 more times before I ever watched this. I'm going to tell anybody who has to like give you any sort of ultimatum going forward that uh, whatever they want, they have to either offer that thing or watching The Room. Those are your options. (laughs) Fair Uh, enough. Shady, to end this on kind of a high note, Uh if you had a room and you could wish for one thing, what would it be? I would wish that I never had to experience this <laughs> fucking that. movie. That it would be removed from my memory. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind style. Just get it out of my existence as if it never happened. Uh, that would be uh, the first thing that comes to mind. I'm sure if you gave me more time to think about it, I'd come up with more interesting things. But right now, I'm in a mood. Uh, specifically, after you had your wish granted, I would run into the room and wish that you were stuck in a pod where all you do is watch the room for like 10 days straight. And my wish would counteract your wish. And then I would light the room. Oh, all of them simultaneously. So you've got, you've got this movie, you've got the room starring Tommy Wiseau. Then you have room, which is Brie Larson's movie about about the the award winning book. Yes. Which is a great phenomenal book. The movie right on, is right okay, but you would have to watch all three at the same time uh, while writing an essay about how they correlate and the messages, uh, how they have similarities and differences between each of them. Well, and that would be my the, wish. Uh, right on, right on. Between the Hamilton musical discussion and the discussion of wishes, uh, we are at the very least right now uh, at the longest uh, recorded episode we've done to date so far, at least as of April 16th. All these people are like, are they ever going to stop? Or is JD just going to keep bitching about how much he did not like this movie? Yes. I, f- I feel like with this being your least favorite movie of quite a while, probably outside of this podcast even, because you're this upset oh, about I it. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, then I feel like it does deserve a little bit of extra time, and I just kind of let you go. Uh, and I just carried away. No, I just I let it happen, and then uh, when it sounded like you were done, then I responded, and then you went off, <laughs> and I went, okay, it's one of those. Awesome. That's fine. <laughs> well, I appreciate you letting me get that out of my system. We appreciate uh, you guys you for listening. It. As I said, we're going to be coming to you every day in October still. We got one more back title before we hit the first new title for the month. No, we we'll do not. That one. Huh? We have October oh, that's 6th. Right. It's, it's a, a Thursday, Friday, isn't it? Wait. No. Uh, this one comes out October 5th, which is a... A Tuesday? A Wednesday. Hang on. Let me look yeah. in the future. October 5th is a Wednesday. Why are so they we, should have a Thursday release tomorrow. Say goodnight, Michelle. <laughs> Good night, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs>